Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, August 27th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming community outreach events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can impact your money. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or more importantly, to connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now the lineup for today's show, I'll be having a panel conversation with my two guests, Chad Galloway of Junk Luggers and Cynthia Kaiser of Kaiser Advisors, LLC. I'll also be having a conversation with Chad on eco-friendly furniture and labor service provider and a followed conversation with Cynthia on effective communication. Also, if you're watching my show on my Facebook Live or YouTube channel, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce you to my producer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Hi, Tina. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Benny. Thank you. Thank you. And also my marketing director, Becky. Hi, Tina. So excited for today's show. Yeah, me too. Uh, Big thanks to both of them. Uh, This show would not be here if not for all the things that Benny and Becky do behind the scenes. So a big shout out to both of you. Great information and great guest in studio. For more information on any topic discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now today, as I do each week, we'll start out with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. On the jobs front, PwC released a business survey showing that 50% of respondents are reducing their overall headcount, even as business leaders remain concerned about hiring and retaining talent. Everything that I'm seeing is pointing to a slowdown in the jobs market. We just have not seen it show up in the jobs report yet, but it is a lagging indicator. The second of GDP gross domestic product showed that the U.S. fell an annualized 0.6% in Q2 following a 1.6% contraction in Q1. The figure is unexpectedly better than the first estimate of 0.9% decline. However, the U.S. still has two consecutive quarters of negative GDP and is still considered a technical rescission by many. The decrease in second quarter real GDP was revised at 0.3%, Uh, 3.3 point 
5% from the advance estimate, primarily reflecting upward revisions on consumer spending, private inventory investment, and state and local government spending that were partially off by downward revisions to residential fixed investment, federal government spending, and exports. Imports were also revised lower. New home sales take us slower. On the new home sales, which measure signed contracts on new homes, were down 12.6% in July and 511,000 unit annualized pace, which was much worse than expected. Sales are now down almost 30% year over year. Nationwide, there were 464,000 homes for sale at the end of July, but only 45,000 under or 10% are actually completed. 24% have not even been started, and 66% are still under construction. At the current pace of sales, there is a 10.9-month supply, but when factoring in the amount of the completed homes, the month supply is really about one month. Do not trust the headlines. The big headline from this week was that Zillow reported home prices fell 0.1% in July, which is the first decrease since 2012. The big missing piece of this story is that Zillow said median home prices fell 0.1%. Median prices can be affected by the mix of homes and is not looking at a real home value like Case Schiller that measures resales. More importantly, they now factor in reductions in listing prices, which is negatively impacting those numbers. And listing prices that are out of touch with reality are sitting on the market. They're definitely also being reduced. But if a home is priced correctly, it is selling fast. Now, average days on the market is 14 days, accounting to the existing home sales report. They also are factoring in the piece of sales, which is much slower, and it's having a negative impact on their index. Bottom line, they anticipate 2.4% appreciation, not depreciation over the next 12 months. Now, the chief economist from NAR, Lawrence Young, believes that we are at or close to the bottom in contract signings. We He went on to say that home prices are still rising by double digits year over year, but annually gains should moderate to about 5% by the end of the year and into 2023. He also said that home sales should start to rise by early next year. Tina Mitchell here, and that is your Money Chat. Coming up next in the Money Hour, panel conversation with Chad Galloway of Junk Luggers and Cynthia Kaiser of Kaiser Advisors LLC, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Have you heard of Cynthia Kaiser? She's the founder of Kaiser Advisors, LLC. She offers her clients the ability to modify how they communicate to cultivate and sustain meaningful and lasting personal and professional relationships or success. People are often unaware that they exhibit negative communication behavior to those who they love and do business with. But there is a simple and easy way to change aspects of communicating to ensure that you are being thoughtful and purposeful in the way you communicate with others. Visit her website for more information and to schedule a complimentary session at kaiseradvisors.com. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. 
You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, August 27th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming community outreach events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I am here to answer any questions or connect you with the two guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now on our show for my Panel conversation is Chad Galloway of Junk Luggers and Cynthia Kaiser of Kaiser Advisor LLC, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, really excited to have a conversation. I've had both of you in studio before, so it's uh, it'll be great to get a refresh and what's been happening. And before we uh, get started, I would like to make an introduction for both of you. Uh, first on Chad. Saving the world one lug at a time. Great tagline. At Junk Luggers, they are an eco-friendly furniture and junk removal company. Since 2004, they have saved over 50 million pounds of junk from ending up in the landfills through their everyday mission of donating, recycling, and repurposing as much as possible. They offer eco-friendly junk removal, estate cleanouts, uh, garage, basement, and attic cleanouts, business cleanouts, storage cleanouts, hot tub removal, piano removal, senior downsizing, help with hoarders, and curbside pickup e-waste recycling, donation drops-offs, and labor-only services. Just ask them, and they can take care of your junk. (laughs) All right. And then a little bit about Cynthia. Uh, After 20 years in-house as chief marketing officer for various AM Law 200 law firms, Cynthia founded Kaiser Advisors LLC to share her passion by helping others to communicate more effectively. It is all about saving time and money for her clients. Cynthia utilizes attached and conflict styles as a lens to understanding communication behavior. Her work is explored in her manuscript, Understanding Attachment Styles and Communication Behavior. In addition, Cynthia holds the marketing chair leadership role for Greater Seattle Chapter of SCORE, as well as she's a certified mentor in the area of marketing and connections. So you can tell by my introductions and credentials of both of my guests uh, that they're going to be have providing a wealth of information. I like to start out a panel conversation whenever I have two guests so uh, my listeners could get to know uh, the two of you a little bit better, but together before we get into our individual segments. And so I'd first like to ask uh, Chad for you, what brought you in to the line of work of getting rid of people's junk. Well, thanks for asking me, Tina. I mean, selfishly, my background is in the service profession. I started in the hospitality field many, many years ago and ended up in the funeral and cemetery profession. And I find selfishly that I enjoy just being of service to others. 
So that's what brought me into this profession. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. When we can come from a place of contribution and really uh, coming from a place to want to serve others uh, before the expectations, what's going to come back, we always monetize on the other side. So beautiful. Thank you, Chad. And Cynthia, what about you? What life experience brought you into your coaching practice? Well, I must say, since I know Chad professionally, that sometimes we tagline together and he says, I remove the junk in tangible items and I remove the junk in communication items. I love that. So that's how we work together. So after 20 plus years working with lawyers in the space of trying to cultivate and sustain relationships to increase revenue, it was really all about how they communicate and how they perceive communication and being able to look through the lens of attachment as to why people communicate the way they do and why they perceive it the way they perceive it helps people recognize their audience more and that saves time and money. Yeah. And if you can save time and money, you have more resources to be able to serve more people and at a level. Beautiful. So Chad, as you think about the future of your business, what's on the horizon? What do you see? Well, as you probably have noticed, there are many, many, many storage facilities that are being built all over the country. In other words, people are just continuing to add more items and looking for ways and space to store those items. That obviously adds an additional cost. Our goal is to come in and be a partner with families, businesses to really reduce um, some of those expenses. We want to find a home for items that are of value. While it's called the junk luggers, we recognize that to to, uh, the families that we serve in businesses, a lot of these items, they aren't junk. They're something that has a tangible memory for them. We want to find a a place for those uh, for those items for people. So That is, that's great, Chad. And Cynthia, what about you? As you look into the future of your business, what do you see? What's on the horizon for you? As we move from the pandemic, I'm realizing that uh, people in the professional sphere, whether they're customers, vendors, partners, clients, staff, that um, dealing with a new set, uh, set of sometimes mental health challenges, losing the people they love in their life, having to go back into um, a a brick and mortar world when they were very comfortable remotely, those that wanna stay remote because they're really comfortable communicating professionally remotely, what does that look like for businesses? And how can I help people uh, journey through that path seamlessly? Yeah. And I love the word uh, journey. The book that I wrote is, is journey with me. I just think, you know, taking people on a journey to help them master, whether it's removing their junk or master their communication, or really that's what each of us does in our business. And for me in, in mortgage, I'm taking them on a journey for home ownership. So um, yeah, beautiful word. Uh, Chad, how have your entrepreneurial motivations changed since you started? 
your business? Well, I started actually right in the middle of the pandemic. And so, you know, I always find that being able to meet people in person um, is really important. However, it's been a very big challenge. And so finding a way to connect with people via Zoom or via the phone has been something that is, a, is an adjustment. Um, and so I'm looking forward to coming out of this, being able to, to, to connect with people in person as much as possible, but I've had to learn how to uh, connect in a different way, so. Yeah, you know, I always say, uh, you know, uh, time is highly elastic. It's going to uh, fill up with what you give it. And, um, you know, my coaching platforms have been virtual for, you know, nine years when I started my time management business efficiency uh, course. Studio never was. We were in studio. And here we are. I'm still virtual. So what we've done is we've added more to our can calendar because of the virtual, which makes it challenging because, you know, now that time has been filled. And so really uh, maybe taking a great shout out or call to action to take a look at your calendar and see if you can minimize that so you can get back in person because there is no better connection than being face to face uh, versus um, in-person face-to-face versus virtual face-to-face -face, uh, for sure. So Cynthia, what about you? Uh, what motivations have changed since you started your business? Well, for me, it, it, um, I'm the survivor of physical health challenges. And so for me, it is not about making money. It's about providing success. And so I have just further aligned with that. As long as my bills are paid, my rent is paid, I am most comfortable when I see results. And that is my entrepreneurial quest yeah. change the communication structure of how people do it for success yeah and again as we've you know uh talked about today it's when you're coming from that place of contribution uh the monetize always figures it out and you ultimately end up making a lot more money when you can authentically come from that space so thank you all right chad uh what is your most memorable experience as an entrepreneur <laughs> most memorable experience wow well i'll tell you when you're when you're in this environment, walking into um, a senior living facility, um, the ability to to interact with folks um, has been just amazing for me. I, I uh, recently lost my father, lost my grandmother this year, and so it just allows me that ability to interact with folks that I really do enjoy being around. So that has to be um, my favorite part about being able to uh, be in this position. I don't have to sit behind a computer all day or just sit on the phone. I get to go out and sit and have a cup of coffee or play some cards, play a little pool. Life is good. Yeah, play some cards. Yeah. I need to go into the uh, <laughs> senior homes and play a little canasta because I'm yeah. a lot of those women know canasta. Yeah. Uh, Cynthia, what about you? What is your most memorable experience? I started working with uh, uh, the wife of the dyad, and she assured me under no uncertain terms would I ever be able to say the right words to her to get her husband to talk with me. And then it became, well, he's not going to do it in a year. 
and then it became, well, it, and then it became, and then it happened. And then I saw that I was adding value mm -hmm. to, to his life, to her life in trying to help him explore why he communicates the way he does and why he perceives it the way he does. And seeing that dial move, mm -hmm. that was my, that was my biggest moment thus far. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Congratulations for that, uh, Cynthia. Sounds like you're uh, absolutely making a difference in uh, your community. So uh, thank you for the panel uh, conversation with both of you. I uh, really enjoyed that. And coming up next on the Money Hour, eco-friendly furniture and labor services provider, Chad Galloway of Junk Luggers, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Want to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Let us help you produce a professionally sounding radio show or podcast. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now. Back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. So Chad, I'm excited to just talk about junk with you. So <laughs> let's first start out with uh, sharing a little bit about who are junk luggers. Sure. Well, we've talked a little bit about it, but uh, junk luggers started in 2004. Uh, a couple young gentlemen uh, were in college and identified that there was a lot of stuff being left behind uh, by their fellow students and identified an opportunity to uh, add some money into their pocket while in school. And at that point, they uh, saw what a huge opportunity and started a franchise. So very proud. 2004, the franchise was started. Our local franchise was started um, in March of 2021, so right in the middle of this pandemic, um, and we are just super excited about the opportunity to continue to grow uh, and be of service uh, to folks in our in our community. Yeah, wonderful. So, uh, what are your company values? Well, first of all, we stand by our estimates. We provide free estimates to our family. And what I mean by that is when we come out on site, we will provide that estimate. And, you know, we can be wrong. So an example is if I provide an estimate to a client and I say, okay, this estimate's to be about a truck and it ends up being a truck and a half. Well, we stand by that. I made the mistake. We do not charge the family the difference. Now, on the flip side, if we estimate it to be a, a full truck, it ends up being a half or three quarters. Well, obviously, we only charge families what we take. So we are very proud um, at standing by that. Um, we believe in the value of time. We've talked about that. So being on time is extremely important um, to us and, and our company. Um, and again, the, the eco-friendly mission of our company, we really value the ability to pay it forward, to donate, to recycle, to reuse, repurpose as much as possible to prevent things from going into the landfill. So those are our company values and we're very proud of standing by that. Yeah, I say if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, it's just not acceptable. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So what areas uh, do you serve? Well, we are grateful to have a, a franchise partner that has joined uh, in the area. So we serve um, really from Tacoma 
all the way to uh, this, the east side of um, North Bend mm -hmm. uh, and then north to Camino Island. And so, and we're looking to continue to expand. So, uh, and in some areas we've, we've been able to go outside of that. So we've gone up to Oak Harbor and Mount Vernon and even Bellingham. So I have a pretty neat story about a family today in Linden. So that's our area really, uh, but we are uh, willing to, to step outside of that when it's a need. Yeah, that's great. So what's the most interesting thing that you have lugged out of somebody's home? Well, there's a lot of things, I'm but sure. a, a really interesting story. Actually, this happened today. Uh, a gentleman uh, by the name of Billy Waples is a gentleman from Linden many, many years ago. Well, we were hired by a family in Seattle to do some removal of some items. Um, and one of the items that we uh, came across was a really unique and special desk. This family wanted to keep this desk, but unfortunately they had reached out to some movers because we're not technically movers. And unfortunately the cost was just not going to work for the family. So they said, well, go ahead and donate or whatever. And at that point we said, no, no, I think this is an important, um, important um, part of both the community and the family. So we reached out to the museum in Linden and connected with the museum and uh, they wanted this desk. And so rather than donate it, um, we decided to put it in the back of our owner, Gurjeet King's truck and personally deliver it to the museum in Linden today. And that's happening. So oh, that's wow. a really pretty cool story. We're very, Oh, grateful. that is. And that, that definitely uh, shows and reflects the, uh, personal touch and the extra mile that you go um because yeah when you're talking about uh people's stuff yeah. in the name junk yeah. doesn't mean that it's a junk it's no. just something that they can't you know they can't take and so yeah, going yeah. that extra mile that's that's beautiful yeah. thank you for sharing that so do you also provide um well you just said you don't yeah. provide moving services so how to explain that a little bit well so we are technically not movers, but what we do uh, assist in is in the senior living, assisted living memory care facilities, there are internal moves that do happen. So you have a resident okay. that may be going from assisted living into the memory care. And so we do go into the uh, facility and we do provide that move. So we will take photos of the room if they want it set up exactly as it is. We'll take a photo, we'll pack, we'll, ba we'll bag things up, box things up, and we'll physically move them into the new, uh, into their new room. So okay. we are not movers, but we are uh, folks that like to say yes. Okay. All right. So you talked about this, um, this free estimate for a job to where there's no there's no cost and commitment to see what it's going to cost for a job and then you back that so if you uh, under quote they get the under quote if you over quote they get the under quote so yep. yes <laughs> pretty good deal it's a win-win so for sure it's a win-win for sure um can you expand on that a little bit yeah, well, I can give you many examples uh, of instances where, unfortunately, I wasn't quite right. Um, and so one of the challenges uh, is when you're uh, hauling dirt away. And so in a specific example, we went out to a family's home. We were looking at what they wanted to have removed. Well, we were way off. Let's just put it this way. Uh -huh. We estimated it at, uh, I want to say, I can't remember the exact amount, but the estimate was about $2,500. It ended up being an $8,000 project. Well, guess oh. what? We didn't charge the family a, a dime more. We 
did the right thing. Now it hurt. And we ended up having seven of us on a Sunday trying to get this done. But we believe in standing by what we say. Well, and you know, when you, those are actually become your best clients and your best referral partners when they see, um, you know, how you step up. And if you're uh, listening to the show right now, but you're actually not uh, watching on video, uh, you can reach out to uh, Chad's company at 1-800-LUG-JUNK and get that uh, complimentary quote to find out what it might cost if you're looking at that. So uh, Chad, what are the benefits of hiring the junk luggers? Well, there's many, many benefits, I would say. But first of all, space is um, space is important. Having the ability to maximize the space that you live in uh, is important. I, I've mentioned the senior living facilities because it is important to me. And I, I often go in and as I'm walking through, I, I see that, that folks don't want to get rid of items. It can really cause a hazard. And I, I have to approach it from a very sensitive place because it, this stuff is important. These things are things that they don't want to get rid of. But I, I come to the folks, explain to them how important they are to, to the people that love them. How about us identifying some ways in which we can maximize this space? So sometimes it's just moving things around in the uh, in the facility that they live in, but also finding ways to say, okay, uh, how long has it been since you've used this item? Do you think there may be someone that could really benefit from? And a lot of times they're like, yeah, I think so. So we've then been, been able to establish an opportunity to give something and pay it forward. And so that's yeah, what we like to do. That's beautiful. And, um, and yeah, a lot of times if they, you know, if they can get a picture of that item that's special and even more importantly, a picture of that item that's special with their special person, that's, right. um, that's you know, going to be a way, great way for them to be able to hold on to that. So Chad, what are common difficulties that you see when it comes to decluttering? Well, uh, paint is a common difficulty. I will tell you that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, really, it's it's a matter of, of um, finding an opportunity to see the value in the space that they have. I mean, some items, for example, um, we had a client that had uh, engine blocks, one in the side of the garage and one in the garage. There are oftentimes items that are just impossible for folks to move and to move around. But as folks get older, um, sometimes it's, you know, a two-story house, two-story apartment. And by getting some items out of the way, really can maximize their space. It can save them some time and money. Um, And we do send that tax donation back to the individual once we're able to donate those items. So that could be a benefit to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So can you share some of the financial benefits to uh, decluttering? Well, uh, as I just mentioned that whenever we are able to donate items, we do send that tax donation back to them. Um, Truthfully, again, I've talked about this a couple of times, but space uh, is important. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, um, storage facilities are coming up uh, all over the place. Folks are spending additional cost in having things in a storage facility. A lot of times they don't even see those items for many, many months, sometimes a year, um, and, and an ability for us to work with them to go and identify items that they just haven't used, don't use anymore. Why not find a, a home for those uh, for those items and help reduce the expense? Maybe go down to a smaller unit, mm-hmm. maybe not have one at all. So that's certainly a benefit. For the yeah. So it sounds like part of uh, what you do is, is counsel. 
your clients yes. and motivated and inspired through that process of what this would look like for them without the, the clutter. Sure. Yeah. Well, I have great folks like Cynthia, who's on the call that I reach out to from time to time and get some advice on how to communicate. And that's a true story. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah and you guys didn't know that, uh, the, each other were going to be on the show. So no that was nice. Uh, listeners didn't get to uh, hear that. But uh, before we actually went live for the show, um, that was a nice surprise yeah. uh, to see. So what do you most enjoy about what you do? I love the fact that I get to get up every day and, and make a difference in someone's life. I love the fact that I don't have to just sit in front of a computer or be on the phone all day long. I get the ability to go out in a beautiful uh, day like today and go and visit with folks, whether it be in a senior living, assisted living, go to a, a family's residence and walk around their home and talk about um, some of the special photos that are in their their home. And it's really just a joy for me. And so that's probably the best part of what I do. I love it. Yeah. And I'm sure you hear lots of beautiful stories because there's always a story. It's not the item yeah. that they're connected to as much as the story behind that item. And, you know, so I bet you do hear some, some beautiful stories. Um, what do you see hoarder wise? Is that a big part of your, your business or? It is. Yeah. And that, that, and oftentimes is, is a sensitive situation. It, yeah, it really is. Um, and so we, we work um, in collaboration with some folks um, in our networking group that are uh, just amazing. I, I'd love to give a shout out to Katrina Hamilton. She is amazing. And we work with her in those instances and help those families. Um, it, it can be very difficult, but we are, we, um, we recognize that, um, oftentimes it could be a mental health challenge we're there to help them and we see this as a way for them to help change their life to get a fresh start and it is the most fun to take a photo of this stuff and then once we're done to show them just how amazing their space looks now and the yeah. joy that they get from that is awesome well um i'm sure people that are just listening uh on air can hear your passion and absolutely people that are watching us on video on the youtube or the facebook uh, premiere can see your passion behind what you're doing and mixing passion together with junk. That is a talent. So <laughs> nice you. job, Chad. Thank well, thank you. you so much for coming back in studio. Uh, it's a pleasure to have a conversation with you uh, again. And if, again, if you want to get connected, go to our, give a call to 1-800-LUG-JUNK and get that estimate of what it's going to cost and hundred percent guarantee. It's not going to be a dollar more than that or a penny more. So right. thank you, Chad. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. And coming up next on the money hour, my next guest is effective communication, Cynthia Kaiser of Kaiser Advisors LLC right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Have you heard of Cynthia Kaiser? She's the founder of Kaiser Advisors, LLC. She offers her clients the ability to modify how they communicate to cultivate and sustain meaningful and lasting personal and professional relationships or success. People are often unaware that they exhibit negative communication behavior to those who they love and do business with. But there is a simple and easy way to change aspects of communicating 
to ensure that you are being thoughtful and purposeful in the way you communicate with others. Visit her website for more information and to schedule a complimentary session at kaiseradvisors.com. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, August 27th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming community outreach events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. And in studio right now, I have Cynthia Kaiser of Kaiser Advisors LLC to discuss effective communication right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Uh, Cynthia, again, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Tina. It's a pleasure to be here today. Yeah, and excited about our uh, conversation about communication. So how do you help your clients save time and money with successful business relationships? Sometimes it's not necessarily what you say, it's how you say it. And there are ways to deliver your message so succinctly that your receiver is going to receive it positively. And I have worked with lawyers for over 25 years and they are so busy trying to be perfect. Same with doctors or other professional services. They spend so much of their time trying to be perfect that they either don't have the bandwidth to take the time to figure out how to say it properly in order to get effective results or they have some historical triggers could be trauma could be anxiety could be anything regarding or surrounding attachment and conflict styles which i'm sure we'll get into but that's the other end and so i help people recognize that that helps them communicate more effectively that keeps clients yes and it brings in new clients yeah and if you're if you say that you don't have time to master something as important as communication you need to make the time because overall you're it's costing you a lot more time a lot more money and even more importantly emotional stress and energy for not getting the results that you want and ultimately everybody is here in business and in life to maximize results and to be able to maximize uh, the end game in anything that you're doing. And it all lies in communication. I always say, if you're not getting the results that you want, it is almost always in how you're delivering that message. And sometimes it's just an adjustment of a couple words in that messaging. Or again, like Cynthia says, um, and how you're delivering that, I'm sure tonality is a big part of it as well. So Cynthia, how do you navigate your clients through troubled uh, communication with family members, uh, maybe spouse, significant others, siblings, appearance. I really prefer, as I say, I'm the step before a marriage and family counselor therapist. I am not a therapist. I have a master's in communication. And it's really about uh, correcting and modifying the communication behavior between the dyad, 
rather than making one party feel really good. It's really not about, about therapy with one or other of the party. It's really about how they communicate together. So oftentimes one will say to me, well, I want to work with you, but my husband won't. Okay, well, that is not going to do us any good. Yeah. I can work with you in the beginning, but it's going to take both of you because he said, she said, happens literally with the rise and, and set of the sun. Yeah. Uh, every single day and with every single person. And so, and so a way to navigate through that so people understand that in order to get without under the manipulation guys, there is a way to go in soft in order to really have your recipient, whoever that is, whether it's a business partner or your husband or wife or your child mm-hmm. or your husband's stepchild, all of that takes the same tools. Yeah. And, and that's what, and that's what is so, so fun. It's the same tools, no matter yeah. what, no matter what relationship you have. Absolutely. I follow three things, love, acceptance, and accountability. I need to come from a place of honestly, uh, a loving place, acceptance of who they are, what space that they're in, regardless of what that is. And then I need to be accountable, accountable for how I'm going to react. The exception to that is an abusive scenario, but you know, it, it always comes back to the accountability piece because how you're going to react and what you're bringing into that conversation is going to determine the outcome of that conversation. So you can be the bigger uh, person in that process. So Cynthia, what if you have people that you love, but can't handle discussing difficult situations um, because you can't ignore them. You have right. to address them. So how do you, you help have have people me. that you have to have you exactly? So how are so, you? Oh, so, so first, the first three words, you said three words, you know how I am. I always have to have three words. So my three words that I go through with every client is accurate, appropriate, and respectful. Uh-huh. Accurate. Don't, you know, it's, you always don't do the dishes. No, no, no. You always talk to the secretaries that way. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Or you never call that client back on time. Probably not never. Uh-huh. So there are things that, so when there's something really hard to say, like, I love you, but I am no longer willing to do that with you in our bedroom quarters. Yeah. How do you say that? And it's based on the trauma that I have recently figured out happened to me when I was seven. And so now I'm realizing that in order to um, effect better communication within my relationship with you, I can no longer do that. Yeah. Well, any way that you say that, much like you would say, I'm sorry, you have cancer, there are words and there are ways and there are tones mm-hmm. that you can adopt to go in soft and get your communication heard. Yeah, and that's really great, Cynthia. And I, I, you know, I'm, I like what you said in, you know, the three words and um, that there's a, a simple template that I'm sure that you shared through the process that really is a plug and play, no matter what conversation that you're having, you just need to learn the skills in order to be mastering, to master communication. And again, if you're not doing it for anyone else but yourself, because you're in the place that you need to be your best for yourself, which we do, it's going to ultimately um, benefit everybody else around you, right? Yes, I, I have two things to say. One, a whole segment of my of what I do is internal communication. If you can't speak well to yourself so that yes. you're 
self hears you, you aren't going to be um, effective with anybody else. And I, I prefer to work with the dyads, like I said, or the family. I have seven people on the Zoom sometimes. It's fascinating. But um, I only, only allow individuals to work with me when I see a theme. When I see a theme of disruptive communication behavior in their work life, in their home life in their social life, in their family life, with the gentleman at Target that will not return their item without a receipt. All of those people, that same funnel of the way that this person is communicating, I can modify that behavior. Yes. That's the out of the box consideration of working with individuals when they see a, a, a trend or they're constantly saying to their best friend, I don't know why he or she won't stay longer than two months. Well, Cynthia. Yes. Yeah. So Cynthia, if you have a stressful workplace because of lack of positive communication from managers, owners, um, your teammates, I mean, it's really challenging when you feel that you don't have control over others and especially if those others are at a higher level in the chain. So how do you consult people in that when things just around them are not positive from everybody else. Okay, so I listened to Colin Powell speak a long time ago and he said something to me that stuck with me. He said, if, if you're a leader and you have a high productive person on your team, but that high productive person is exhibiting extremely poor communication behavior, whether that is over delegating or dehumanizing or, you know, pit from A to Z, yeah. on, uh, uh, disruptive communication behavior. If you allow that to continue in order to improve the bottom line and increase revenue and all boats float to the top, you are doing a disservice to yourself and the entire company. Yeah. So you must be able to um, speak up and, you know, you are the mama or papa bear if you are non-binary bear, no offense to anybody. Mm -hmm. And you on your show and you are responsible for all of those. And if you have a if you have a high producing person who needs because of their attachment style, their four adult attachment styles, and you recognize that that person needs a little more hand holding or that person needs a little more of this or that person needs in the way that you communicate with them, then it behooves you to do it. Yeah. So, but what if you are uh, down at the lower chain in the command okay. and, everybody and, staff. and everybody above you, your leaders and your managers are not positive and they have a really low level of communication. How do you navigate? Would you say that's a bad environment and you need to get out? No. Or no, it's how always... do you help them navigate to get better results from those negative people? Okay, so I just had this, and it was actually through BNI, what I call speed dating, you know that. Yeah. And she, she was in somewhere in Texas, and she's a young um, uh, Latino woman, and she uh, works for an even younger um, white woman in a, in, in a lawyer in a lawyer and she and she is upper management but it is not of the lawyer uh caliber and she is not mm -hmm. level so it's not of the same yep and and because you know this 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 woman her boss is younger and a little condescending and there's some 
uh, diversity issues and there are some cultural issues with being a Latina woman and being raised in an environment where you don't speak up. Yeah. And now you have to speak up to someone who is diverse from you and also younger than you and in the power to fire you. Yeah. There is a way that you come at it from a very humble and respectful place and yet also mandating respect onto yourself. Yeah. Case by case basis. And I gave her in that case by case, I gave her very specific words to say things like I'm honored to be part of this professional environment with you I am humbled by all that you bring to the table and then you softly go and then you and then you go in with the soft this is what I could use in order to be able to maximize to give you my best right and and increase your revenue that's why I'm here these are the tools I need in order to provide better service to you. Yes. Yeah. And that's great, Cynthia, that, you know, really on a one-on-one basis, somebody can come to you and you can actually give them the words, um, have them say those words so you can go through that role-playing and help them with the, uh, the emotional and make sure that it's, they're practicing in that authentic way, because really it, it can take just one convert, one right conversation, uh, for you to, to start that snowball effect, or it can take one bad conversation that's going to have a ripple effect downwards that's going to be devastating uh, for everyone involved. So what a great uh, service that you're bringing in on communication, because I think that is is probably uh, the biggest thing in uh, roadblocks and challenges in life and business is not understanding how to communicate and adapt your communication style in order to get the results that you want so you can be your best for someone else. Right. And, and what I provide for my clients when they know that there is going to be, be a stressful situation or interaction or conflict, which they're attempting to resolve, I, I provide some scenarios. So I say, okay, you're going to say A, mm-hmm. and this is going to come up with B. Yes. Then I give you a response for B. Yeah. If that person comes up with C, yep. I'm going to give you a response for C. And I give several um, available uh, paths in, because I don't know because sure. I'm not part of that dyad conversation. So I have to offer up some potentials. Mm-hmm. So they if they don't get exactly what they need, they're, they're yeah. not you know a deer in headlights saying, "Well, now what do I do?" Absolutely. I I try and offer that as well. Yeah, that's great, Cynthia. So what are tips that you have to creating and sustaining business relationships when you're finding it's difficult to do that? Well, uh, I have uh, three go-tos. The first one is avoid always and never. It's just better. John Gottman said it from the Gottman Institute, and I learned it a long time ago. Just don't do it. It's just better not to, because really, really, it's it's probably not accurate and accurate in one of my three words. Uh, Another thing is um, you're never 100% right. You're also never 100% wrong. But you, you're never 100% right. We all bring in baggage. We all bring in historical Rolodexing. We all bring in things that determine and filter how we communicate and how we perceive it. Mm-hmm. And so having a finite sense of what that looks like and 
you know, keep yourself on that path that way um, and, and realize that mm, it's the hardest thing. What did I bring into this? It's the hardest thing. And the mo and people feel very weak um, when they're doing it. And it's really strength that is yeah. the vulnerability that provides that strength. Yeah. Also, when, when, well, I'm going to give you four. When you are most, most upset, whether it's professional or personal, and you are most wanting to just <clears throat> bash the best thing to say, and people are listening are just going to want to go throw up, but really, the best thing to say is, what do you need from me right now? Yeah. yeah. It's huge. And the last thing I can say is, do not try to navigate through conflict when you are drinking or otherwise. In of course. Yes. No, you wouldn't even believe. You wouldn't yeah. believe how many people get liquid courage or other kind of courage uh -huh. before, you know, in. And that's while the filter is off, the wrong filter is off. Yeah. 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 Good. Good point. So if you lose clients after a period of time without being given a substantial explanation, uh, obviously there's some issue if you're having that on a regular basis. How do you help your clients navigate through that? The toughest thing is to do a client interview and then not take the advice. Mm -hmm. ask the question it's worse to ask the question and then not do it than not ask the question so if you're going to sit down and you're going to say to the client what is it that you like what is it that you don't like and how can I make our experience better if you're willing to do that and be candid about your efforts to revise those issues yeah that is positive communication behavior, but it, it really takes wanting to change the course of communication within the relationship. It's hard. Conflict styles, there are five of them. They're much more liable than attachment styles, but they really, if you avoid and you just run away from everything, that's going to be tough for you. If you combat and you come at it with everything, that's going to be tough with you. If you accommodate and just say, okay, whatever, you win. How many marriages you know go south that way? And from a compromising, I'll give a little and you give a little. You take top half of the carrot, I'll take the bottom and the half of the carrot. Well, you're, you've got bottom of the carrot. So what does that mean exactly? So yeah. the best way to navigate through conflict is collaborative. It takes longer. It means more. Yeah. It feels badly. <laughs> it yeah. feels raw, but it's worth the effort. Anything um, that is mastered at the highest level, it takes more time. It takes taking the hard road, taking a step back, learning new techniques and new tools, um, and creating a different habit for yourself to where you're willing to learn different communication styles. Uh, Cynthia, I think what you're uh, doing is amazing. And um, really quickly, the best way to contact you? Uh, you can go to my website, kaiseradvisors.com. Uh, you can schedule a free consult with me, press the button. My office telephone number is there. It's the easiest way to find me. Wonderful. Well, Cynthia, thank you so much for coming back in studio. It was great to have a conversation with you and thank to you share so uh, your tips on communication. My pleasure as always, Tina.
Thank you. Uh, this is Tina Mitchell, your host and local mortgage expert. I've got to say goodbye for today, but I will be here next weekend, same time, same place, to talk more about your money right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145. 420 is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.